0: Next rule, use feedback. You've probably heard the saying that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result, right? It sounds really simple and cliche, but the reality is that most of us do the same thing every day and expect a different result. We work in the same job. We say the same things to our partner we follow the same diet pattern, we follow the same exercise pattern, try a bunch of new diets in the same way, but thinking that it's different. So we may trick ourselves into believing that we're doing something different, but most of the time we're just doing the same thing. So why I say that inside of this feedback loop talk is that we often don't read the feedback of the results that we've produced. So there's a wonderful saying when I was doing lots of seminars that they would always say in the seminars that I took, just look to the results. If you wanna see if your relationship's working, look to the results. Are you happy most of the time? Is your partner happy most of the time? If you wanna see if your finances are working, look to your savings account. Are your balances building? Are your return on your investment growing? If you wanna see how you're doing, emotionally sort of track your ups and downs is there more happiness than more sadness or more sadness than more happiness so another example let's say that you want more affection from your partner and you've been giving them presents on a regular basis and you're hoping that that's going to get you more affection let's say you've been doing that for five or ten years which is not uncommon people do this stuff all the time And if you really are honest with yourself, that's the big challenge is being honest with yourself when you read the data, because none of us really want to see the ugly truth about how ineffectiveness and time wasteful we are. It hurts our ego. So you have to have a certain level of confidence and support and ability to see the ugly pieces of your life that don't work in order to move forward. So let's say you give your partner presence and you're hoping that it's gonna Give you more affection. And if you're really honest with yourself and you look back on the last 10 years of your life, you've given, let's say, a thousand presents, and the amount of affection that you're getting hasn't increased. It's exactly the same or gone down. The hardest part is to then say to yourself, okay, what I'm doing isn't working. So, what we're really good at doing as human beings is kind of tricking ourselves into thinking if we change the type of present or if we change some real surface thing that that's gonna change stuff and you can start with that but if you're making lots of those little changes and nothing works then you have to try something totally different so when i say read the feedback that means that you have to see the goal that you're going for so first of all you got to know what your goal is so let's just take the intangible goal of having more physical affection in your relationship if you're trying communicating more clearly or giving presents, and it's not happening. Then you need to try a different approach. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter what you try. You can try literally anything. You just have to be honest with yourself when you read the feedback. Did that have a result? So let's say you told your partner like, okay, I think we need to see a therapist and you had never done that before. Then when you go see that therapist and then you try it for a little while and you watch, What's happening? Maybe you notice that an uptick in physical affection occurs. So then you know that that had an impact. Now, the level of impact is going to change and vary according to a million variables, which you can't control, but you know that it had an impact. So we have to take care of ourselves. We have to work on our own needs and desires, but we need to do it in a way that honors all the other creatures in the world and our place in them and try to be as realistically and respectfully related to other beings on earth as possible i'm not saying you have to be a vegan i'm not a vegan i'm just saying you have to have a really respectful relationship to all other beings one of the most important jobs that you have is to see the feedback of the actions that you take and how well or not well they're working And then make adjustments to your action and your approach according to how that feedback is coming back to you. That's the way nature does it. That's the way ecosystems do it. So ecosystems, when something's not working, a species goes extinct. Humans are on that path. The way we live on earth in relationship to our mother earth and other beings is not working. And the planet is on track to push us to extinction unless we change our approach. So nature works that way all the time and it's pushed many, many, many creatures, which will never know what they were to extinction because the fossil record is lost, the biological record is lost, and they just, the feedback was there that showed them that they weren't making it in relationship to the other beings. So you've got to consciously, since humans are conscious beings, we have to consciously read that feedback. Since we now have the power to create a new environment. I mean, we've always had that power, but just with a much lesser degree. Now we have so many people and so much technology. We can radically transform the environment and our relationship to it and ourselves. So we are not separate from the environment. We are simply a conscious extension of the earth environment. You can think of people as little trees growing all around the earth, rely upon the nutrient base and balance in the soil of the earth or the ocean, the cycles of the earth. And when those nutrients get depleted, We start to die off or have diseases and illnesses. So the point is, since we are conscious creatures, we have to choose to read the feedback. In nature, animals and plants are just the feedbacks forced upon them. We can manipulate our environment away and around from that feedback so it doesn't affect us immediately for a certain amount of time and push it back, but eventually it comes back. And the most powerful and effective way to live is to read that feedback and make adjustments. If you look at all of the great achievers, in addition to be incredibly driven, which is a whole other topic, they all related to their pursuit as an experimentation feedback loop, like a scientist, the businessmen, the philosophers, the philanthropists, everybody The civil, the political activists, everybody who's been really successful and created something that's had a long-term impact was constantly reading the feedback, constantly adjusting their approach to make sure that it lined up with the results that they produced. I know that that sounds like a simple, simple idea. The problem is, is that it's easily hidden by our subconscious, unconscious self. Things become so ingrained that we can't see them. You wake up every morning, you go to work, and you think that that's the only way that you can survive in your life. But it's not. It's just become so ingrained that you can't see another way. You relate to your wife in exactly the same way, or your husband in exactly the same way, or your chosen partner. And it's not that. That is not the way that you have to do it. It's the way that has become unconscious and ingrained and self perpetuates, regardless of the feedback. So we inherently, as biological creatures, are driven towards homeostasis and stability. But in order to create something new, you have to break that up a little bit. And that always is disruptive. So they talk about a business, disruptive technologies. Well, You have to create disruptive ideas and disruptive actions in your life to the degree that they don't kill you or kill your finances or destroy your relationships unless you're moving on from a bad relationship. So another post that talk about support. So the more radical feedback you want to accept in your life and make real changes in the way you approach stuff, the more support you have to have. We live in the age of data and analytics. And it's so wonderful because that data and analytics can really show us how well we're doing. Now, the thing that is still in its nascent form that hasn't really been metriced that you can't really see the metrics of yet. Is emotions and quality of life. Even the Gross National Happiness Index, which they use in Bhutan, is not what we need. We need something that's tailored more to an individual idea of what your own metrics are for happiness and then map that on to your life and the world. So there's a couple of big points which I want to make right now. We're all very good at tricking ourselves into thinking that we're making real change and real choices in the direction that we want when we're actually not. So you've got to be honest with yourself and realize that most of the time you're lying to yourself to maintain the status quo because it creates stability, which has its whole benefit of psychological, physiological benefits. Stability is its own benefit. That's why I'm harping on other videos so much about create a safety net before you try to make radical change. And whatever radical change you try to make, that radical change has to be backed up with a radical support system. Otherwise, you just go little by little. And either way is fine. It all depends on where you are in your life path. But you have to have the support. Because if you don't have the support, then you're going to fall backwards. That's just 99.999% of the people just fall back and it's like, oh, that's another thing that didn't work. So the second big point that I want to make and make sure that you leave with is that when you start down this path of reading feedback, you know, just pick one area. Pick your money, pick your relationship, pick your physical well-being, and then choose a metric. Maybe you want it to be your blood pressure. Maybe you want it to be, I don't think weight is a good metric. It's not a good metric of health. Maybe you want it to be your cholesterol level. Maybe you want it to be how many times you authentically smile in a day, not like a fake smile. Like, mm like a real smile where you're really lit up from the inside and the corners of your eyeballs turn up and you feel it. So pick a metric and then start noticing what you thought made that happen and what you thought didn't make it happen. So maybe you're not smiling at all. And maybe you're just doing the same thing over and over again. You're reading self-help books. You're trying talking with friends. So if you're not increasing your level of whatever you're shooting to attain for, it's not working. And then you have to be honest enough to say like, wow, I may have wasted 25 years of my life. I may have wasted 40 years of my life because I wasn't really paying attention to the feedback that my life's been giving me all the time. And that's the rub. You got to have the courage to admit fault in your own approach to life. And you got to be willing to take action consistent with that. So that's where I'd like to leave it because none of this works if you're unwilling to have the courage to admit fault to where your approach hasn't been working. That's the one thing that will screw you every time. So you got to have courage. In order to have that courage, you need support. You need people to support you. Again, I've mentioned my men's group before. I have a men's group we've met for 12 years. Our sole dedicated purpose is to support each other in being a success and is to be known deeply so we see each other's struggles and to use accountability as a tool to keep ourselves honest so we can read the feedback authentically so you need something like that don't have to be a men's group don't have to be a women's group it doesn't even have to be a support group it has to be something that makes you see the things that aren't working in a way that you can digest and don't have to run away for because the stability is too ungrounding so stay grounded that's often why in the meditation and the yoga traditions you start with the feet you start bringing the energy down into the ground so that you feel grounded. The more grounded you are, the more real truths you can see about yourself, which exist up in the recesses of your mind, which the analogy could be, those are the deep higher chakras if you're into that kind of language. And if you're not into that kind of language, then the subconscious is the recesses of the subconscious and the unconscious. The more grounded you are, that as you start to build courage, that you can see them. One more thing about building courage. Again, I repeat this all the time, but it's so critical that it has to be digested. And I forget it all the time. That's why I repeat it so much. Remind myself as I'm reminding you. You need support. The more support you have, the bigger insights you can digest. There's a reason that a lot of seminars sort of keep you locked in a room for days on end. It's so that you're bound by a mini, short-term, powerful support structure that will help you see the insights. Now, the problem with most of those is that they let you go after two, three days, one day, whatever, and then you fall right back because you still don't have the support. So you have to create the support for the long haul so you stay. Reading those feedback loops, making honest adjustments. Now, you don't have to get them right, but you do have to try things new, which are going to be a little challenging, a little unsettling, so you've got to judge your capacity. Change and the more ground support you have, the more finances and home and love that you have, the more you're going to be able to be honest with yourself and adjust according to the real feedback that you're getting rather than the stuff that your desire and your subconscious push for stability is giving you. Please subscribe, please click the bell to get notifications of future material, and please go to the website wildalive.net and subscribe to the email letter and check out more of my content if you are interested. Thank you. Have a powerful, happy, and productive day.